This is episode 366 of The Real Me and Colin, a movie podcast. On this week's episode, Chase takes a look at the fall movie preview. Movies coming out from August through the rest of the year. What will he think about the rest of the films? What will he personally look forward to? Are there going to be any words consideration for some of these? All that and more. This episode starts right now. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Real Me and Colin Movie Podcast. I am your host, Chase Lee, and thank you for joining me on this day or night or whenever you're listening to this. You guys are awesome. And speaking of you guys, if you could spread this episode around, like it, share it with all those people in your friends group or family group that just, you know, maybe they're looking for a movie podcast to listen to. They just they haven't found one just yet. If you could spread this around and let people know this is your favorite movie podcast to listen to, that would be much appreciated. And who knows, maybe we can turn some people into some movie fans and we can have new people join the conversation because that's always great with films is just talking about it and uh, hearing other people's opinions and perspectives on things. It's just incredible. So thank you for guys, uh, thank you for all your support and spreading these episodes around week to week and showing the support. You guys are amazing. This is episode 366. Like I said at the top, I will be going over my annual fall movie preview. I typically do this episode every year. I take a look at films coming out from September through December. You know, talk about week to week. Um, talk about my personal favorites that I'm looking forward to and maybe some of them that might have awards consideration. All that stuff. I just love to take a look at the the final um, quarter of the year, you know, roughly. Um, well, final third, I guess. <laughs> uh, and uh, just kind of dissect week to week and, you know, see like what the award season is going to look like and just what I'm looking forward to. It's a lot of fun. I typically do this episode at the beginning of September. But there was nothing coming out this week that I wanted to review. So I was like, let me just add August on top of that. Because there's not really a lot coming out in August either. So I figured let's just do the episode now. So that is what you're getting. And that is what I'll be going over. That is the main topic of conversation. And a lot of these films on IMDb, I have not even looked at yet. So you're going to be discovering it with me in real time. Uh, I'm just going to be going off the IMDb page. I'm literally just going to go through each ch- uh, title. So... Um, yeah, it's going to be a long one, but uh, yeah, buckle up. Uh, so anyways, uh, main topic of conversation. Um, but before I get into all of that, as usual, I must ask, you know, as, as a weekly thing. How you guys doing? You guys doing pretty good? Um, it is the end of July. Um, still hot as balls out there. Um, it's not just in Texas. It's just everywhere. We're all just going to burn alive, ladies and gentlemen. Just accept it. Accept the fact that that is what's going to happen and you know what? There's really nothing we can do about it at this point. We can't reverse time. Climate change is here, and it's going to kick our butts. That's just the way it's going to go. But uh, yeah, it's just incredible that um, I can't even step outside anymore. It's just uh, an inferno. Uh, but that's okay because, hey, I do podcasts, uh, stuff like this. And so it's just it's really nice to be in air conditioning. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't suck all too much. But um, yeah, I hope uh, everyone's doing well out there. Uh, for me personally... Nothing, nothing much is going on. Just enjoying life. Um, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, uh, taking care of some things I need to take care of. Um, and yeah, looking forward to, there's a, a trip with uh, my friends next month that I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, starting a new job on Monday on the first. So that's exciting. Get to start somewhere new and fresh. Um, yeah, life is looking good. Um, you know, uh, there are some days that are easier than others, but you know, I'm mentally, I'm, I'm doing okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through it. So yeah, it, it's just a lot. There's just a lot going on, but, um, yeah. So, but uh, I'm really excited to just kind of, you know, look at, uh, look ahead at some of these movies and stuff and really kind of, uh, explore them with you guys and see, uh, see what's coming out. Cause uh, I haven't really been keeping track of anything. Uh, so it's gonna be quite fun. But before I get into that, um, you know, some of the things I've been kind of catching up on this week. Uh, I'm continuing my journey on Severance and Mythic Quest. So Apple TV uh, Plus is getting a lot of my attention right now. So that's awesome. And uh, I'm really excited to see how Severance ends and how um, uh, Mythic Quest uh, continues its journey. So I'm enjoying both of those. Uh, still watching Better Call Saul. Um, I loved last night's episode. A really great, uh, great, a great setup episode. I mean, we have three episodes left. And um, I'm enjoying just what they're doing with it because they're just kind of doing their own thing. And I don't really know what's going on uh, in terms of like 
what the clear path in the end game is, but that's what's exciting about it. It's just really well written and well acted to where I don't really care. I just love every single episode and the tension that it brings. So Better Call Saul, great. Still got to catch up on Westworld. Uh, we'll watch that at some point. I'm enjoying it um, uh, more than I thought I would because the first episode I was getting kind of tired and then the second episode really kind of brought me back to life. So um, yeah, really enjoying that. Uh, that's about it. I'm just kind of continuing my shows on Hulu, uh, what we do in the shadows and only murders in the building. So yeah, just kind of, uh, doing the weekly stuff. Um, yeah, looking forward to new shows that are coming out, uh, in the near future, whether it be Disney plus Netflix or Hulu, HBO, like there's just so much content out there. It's, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's exhausting trying to keep up with it all, but, um, I'm doing okay so far with it, with the, with the balance, but yeah, that's all I've been really catching up on. Uh, I kind of wanted to touch upon Comic-Con a little bit. You know, that was kind of like the big thing that came out and people are talking about it. So you guys know that I'm a huge Marvel fan and, you know, I like breaking these, these movies down for you guys. I know uh, our, our wonderful compadre, uh, Joel, he likes to break down theories as well uh, for this franchise. So it's just a lot of fun. And so, you know, throughout all day on Saturday... I was just keeping up to date on all of the updates, and I was just uh, just giddy with joy with everything that was going on uh, with the DC side and the Marvel side. But with the DC side, uh, we'll start with that first. You know, I, I, I like the trailer to Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I like the first Shazam, so continuing that kind of, um, you know, just really kind of fun and light approach uh, to a superhero film. Love it. And then uh, Black Adam was good. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it. But uh, yeah, compared to um, Marvel, DC didn't really have too much to offer. Um, so the two things that they did offer are good. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see where they go. Um, Marvel had their animation panel on Friday, so the day before. So they showcased uh, a little bit of Spider-Man freshman year and X-Men 97. Um, Marvel Zombies they had an update on and what if season two i'm looking forward to what if season two it's not my favorite of the disney plus shows but you know i'm curious to see how many more stories they can kind of come up with with alternate timelines and everything uh spider-man freshman year looks cool i mean there's really not much to show x-men 97 looks really great uh great continuation of the original show from the 90s you know i was born in 1990 so that show uh played perfectly with my age group and so I'm curious to know how they continue it. I, and also I want to watch the rest of the the ones before it on Disney Plus and really kind of catch up with the, the series. But yeah, it looks pretty good. And then the most surprising thing out of that panel was that Marvel Zombies is going to be TVMA. So it's going to be an R-rated equivalent, which is awesome. So that tells me that they might make other projects TVMA, like uh, the Daredevil show. We'll get to that in just a second. But like, you know, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, listen, I'm not really a huge fan of the way Bob Chapek handles things, uh, as CEO of Disney, but I will give him credit for this, him taking big swings like that and making a lot of stuff, uh, TVMA for, uh, people here in the States. I know Disney plus overseas has the star, uh, component. And so you guys have been receiving, you know, mature stuff for a long time, but here in the States, that's a huge deal. Um, there's a lot of angry families and stuff that hated the fact that like Logan and Deadpool one and two were put on the service. But the thing is, there's a, a parental control thing. Now you can set your thing to TBMA or you can set it to TB 14. Like there are ways to stop it and you can put a pin number in there. It's not that hard, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't understand like why people are so up in arms, but I will give Bob Chapik credit for this versus Bob Iger. Cause I don't think Bob Iger would have done this in a million years is put that stuff on stateside Disney Plus. I Once again, I realize that, um, especially all my wonderful listeners uh, across the across the ocean, I, I realize that that stuff has been on there for a very long time, but uh, for the states, they would never do that. So it's interesting to me that Bob Chapek is cool with putting that stuff on there and putting that parental control on there and, you know, green lighting that, you know, Marvel Zombies can be TVMA, that's incredible. So, uh, you know, Bob Iger would never do that. He would always keep it family friendly. But hey, I give JPEG uh, credit for that, you know, trying some new things. Um, so, yeah, there you go. 
so yeah, the animation panel was it was fine, uh, but I think the biggest news for me was that um, they are okay with making Marvel Zombies, which if you're a show about zombies, you should, but making it TVMA. So the big day on Saturday. Um, so like I said, DC went first, and then of course we had the Marvel panel. Uh, a lot of the stuff that was you know talked about and like shown with footage, like we already knew these projects were coming out. So what were the more surprising things to me uh, when it came to uh, the Marvel panel? Uh, the first thing is that Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which by the way, that trailer was amazing. Can't wait. Um, looking forward to it. Love me some Ryan Coogler film. Uh, Fruitvale Station, Creed, now these two Black Panther films. It's like the guy can't really miss in my opinion. But that trailer was amazing. And so Kevin Feige said that Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the end of Phase 4. And the start of Phase 5 is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So that is going to be interesting because I feel like at the end of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, I think things are going to kick into high gear. And I think for um, uh, Phase 5, it's going to get even crazier. And then of course, with Phase, fix, phase 6, with the um, two big event films that they have announced so far, it's going to get even crazier. So I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, Phase 5, uh, everything that was ever announced um, through a trade for the, like, the past few months showed up in Phase 5. The biggest thing is that Daredevil is getting its own series back on Disney Plus, um, and it's called Daredevil Born Again, with 18 episodes. And if it's weekly, that's like four and a half months. So that's awesome. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I listen. I love the Daredevil series on Netflix. I think what they did with that show was just it was groundbreaking and unique at the time. So I'm wondering how it's going to translate over to Disney Plus, and like I'm glad Charlie Cox is coming back and Vincent D'Onofrio. So yeah, I, I'm curious, but man, 18 episodes, sure, let's do it. If it makes sense for the story, it makes sense. So uh, looking forward to that. So that was the biggest surprise for me at a Phase Five, and of course Phase Six. The two biggest things are the two Avengers films coming out, and they're going to be six months apart from each other. Little worried about that, however. Um, Avengers the King Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars awesome so that means we are definitely leading into Doctor Doom territory at some point um, and Kang is going to be a huge part of that like this is going to be super devastating for these heroes like if you because I thought the end of Eternals was pretty pretty crazy in terms of like threat level I'm imagining that except a thousand times worse I feel like people are going to die left and right there's just going to be so much death and destruction it's going to be crazy. Looking forward to it. And, uh, and they also announced Phase, uh, Fantastic Four is uh, leading off Phase 6. Now, there's a lot of spots open, but they're going to leave that for D23, so I'm looking forward to whatever they announce there. But, man, these two Avengers films, and especially the director was announced today that Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi, and, of course, uh, one of my favorite films of his filmography, Short Term 12, that film is amazing. Uh, I got introduced to Brie Larson and Lakeith Stanfield um, from that movie. So go check it out if you haven't, Short Term 12. But Destin Daniel Cretton is going to uh, direct Avengers The Kang Dynasty. So I'm curious to know what he's going to do with it. And, of course, Jonathan Majors. That man has got so much talent. And I'm so glad he's um, doing something like this to where he's going to definitely bring his A game. He's going to be able to play multiple parts. It's going to be great. I can't wait. So, yeah, those are the two big bombs that were dropped in, uh, in the Marvel panel. So I'm looking forward to, to all of it. All of it sounds exciting uh, for Marvel and DC, so just a, a good, happy nerd day for everyone. But yeah, that's just kind of my quick thoughts on uh, that. But yeah, uh, I haven't really caught up with anything else, and yeah, Comic-Con was really great to kind of watch and follow. When we come back from the break, we'll be going over the fall movie preview. I'm going to go August through December. I'm just going to go through them as quick as I can. I don't want to make this uh, podcast too long, but um yeah, so when we come back, uh, look forward to that. So we're going to be talking about a lot of movies coming up, so stay tuned. And welcome back from the break. Let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about the fall movie preview. What's going on out there between now and the end of the year? Now, uh, of course, this Friday, July 29th, the big thing coming out is DC League of Super Pets, the animated film with all the DC superheroes and, of course, the superhero pets. Dwayne Johnson, uh, Kevin Hart lead the voice cast. 
Sure. Uh, and then uh, the one I was actually curious about is Vengeance. Now, this is a film that's actually directed uh, and written by B.J. Novak, who uh, we all know and love as a uh, good old Ryan from the office, but this one is about a radio host from New York city that attempts to solve the murder of a girl he hooked up with and travels down South to investigate the circumstances of her death and discover what happened to her. It looks like a really fun little mystery, uh, mystery thriller type of film sprinkled in with a little dark comedy. Um, and BJ Novak plays the lead character as well. So I, yeah, I'm actually curious to like see this and you know, he's been promoting it quite a bit here in Texas because it was shot here in Texas, uh, so that's really exciting. But yeah, uh, looks like a good time. Um, and if it ever pops up like on Hulu or something, I will be the first one to watch it. Next week, August fifth, we have Bullet Train, which uh, spoiler alert, that is going to be episode three hundred and sixty-seven next week. I, my screening is on Monday. I'm thinking I can make it just because I start my job that day. I don't know how long they're going to keep me, but uh, my plan is to go see it that night, so I should have the episode up to you on Wednesday like I usually do. Uh, so Bullet Train, the film with Brad Pitt and the whole slew of cast members. Um, it looks like a bunch of assassins on a moving train. Uh, can't wait to see that. Uh, fun little thing about this movie. Someone I used to work with uh, at my current job now, they left the job um, September 2020 because she was going to go PA on that movie. So it's going to be nice after two years and her kind of gave me the inside scoop of it, uh, you know, just kind of like uh, just seeing it all come together. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, another one I'm curious about is A24's Body Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I remember watching the trailer for it, and it kind of looked like it could be a fun little murder mystery, but also it could be annoying if it's not done properly. But um, yeah, I uh, you know I love the cast uh, with like especially with Amanda Stenberg and Maria Bakalova. Um, it looks, it, it looks like it could be fun. Uh, like I said, from A24, uh, what is it about? When a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in the fresh, funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. And, of course, Pete Davidson's in it. Like I said, it could be fun. It could not. I, I have no clue, but the trailers were borderline uh, kind of annoying to me, but... That's kind of the main things coming out that weekend. Uh, there's a couple of smaller films, Easter Sunday and I Love My Dad. Never heard of it. Uh, August 12th, there's a film called Fall. Clicking on it here. Best friends Becky and Hunter find themselves at the top of a 2,000-foot uh, radio tower. Nope, absolutely not. Uh, no, I'm not saying the movie's going to be bad. Uh, what I'm saying is that uh, uh, hell no. Uh, I am deathly afraid of heights, and so like this one would... Uh, just absolutely just crush me but uh hey we got some familiar faces in here jeffrey dean morgan and mason gooding yeah i mean it could be could be fun uh it's from lionsgate so that's uh interesting um emily the criminal Ooh, aubrey plaza down on her luck and saddled with debt emily gets involved in a credit card scam that pulls her into the criminal underworld of los angeles ultimately leading to deadly consequences Ooh, spicy um, sure. I like Aubrey Plaza. It's an interesting plot, I guess. Um, Mac and Rita. What is this? Ooh, directed by Katie Asselton. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, you know, she was on the league and of course she's a uh, wife to Mark Duplass. So I don't think, has she directed a movie before? Huh. Well, it comes from, uh, Gravitas Pictures. Uh, it stars Diane Keaton. A uh, 30-year-old writer spends a wild weekend in Palm Springs and wakes up to find that she's magically transformed into her 70-year-old uh, self. So a little 13 going on 30 action. Okay. Um, yeah, so this sounds interesting. Uh, let's see. August 19th, we have Beast. I've heard this one before. This one starts Idris Elba. Uh, a father and his two teenage daughters find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the Savannah has won apex predator yes absolutely yes you know what's and this one comes from universal uh so i know you guys will definitely get a review of that so that might be the review that week charlton copley nice um i've heard about this movie but i actually never knew what the plot was about um so that's awesome so it's just gonna be like this heart pounding uh suspense film of people just trying to survive Love it. And Idris Elba's at the head of it? Yeah. I'll, I'll watch that all day, every day. But, um, yeah. So, 
I don't really know much about it uh, just from the plot, but like for the first time reading it, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. So looking forward to that. What else is coming out August 19th? The Legend of Molly Johnson? That looks like a film that was made for $5. I don't know if it's a... I don't know what that was. The Immaculate Room? Emile Hirsch? Kate Bosworth? Actually, I've never heard of this. Secrets and private demons emerge when a seemingly perfectly young, a seemingly, seemingly perfect young couple competes for a $5 million prize by isolating themselves in an empty white room for 50 days. No phones, no family, only the room trying to break, uh, trying to break their resolve. Interesting. Um, so it's going to deal with a lot of this couple really getting to know each other on a deeper level. And I'm sure secrets are going to be exposed. I'm sure, um, things are going to happen to where we're, we're going to find out these revelations of these characters and they're going to be finding out for the first time with one another. Um, yeah, I, I like one location type movies. This one could be pretty good. Um, haven't heard anything about it, but, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So that is August 19th, August 26th, the invitation. I've seen this one starting to pop up recently. Uh, a young woman is courted and swept off of her feet only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot. Ooh. Um, so, like, w w hold on. So, she she's just, like, loving her life and, like, whoever um, is in her life. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, bless me. Um, so, I'm assuming this person, like, kidnaps her and, like, she's brought into, like, this gothic setting. That sounds interesting. Uh, however, the invitation, I just want to let people know, is a title to a brilliant film with uh, Logan Marshall Green. Look it up. That film is was one of my favorite films of that year, and it was just filled to the brim with tension, and it is perfectly acted. I love that film to death, um, so I'm a little sad that the title was taken away from it. Um, August 31st, 3,000 Years of Longing. This one actually premiered at... Can Film Festival. It's uh, directed and written by George Miller. Uh, a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul uh, discovers uh, a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Looks weird. Uh, I, I'm digging the trailers. Uh, looks like a fantasy romance with uh, Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Yeah, sign me up. Looks really great, but I've heard kind of mixed things on it so far, so we'll see, but could that one be a return for uh, George Miller to, like, win stuff? I, I don't know. I mean, because, of course, Mad Max Fury Road swept at the Oscars. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe original screenplay could be nominated, it seems. Or I think it's adapted because it's adapted from something. Um, but, yeah, it looks interesting. <laughs> September 2nd, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. What is this? Oh, is this the... Wait a minute. In the aftermath of a huge scandal, the first lady of a prominent Southern Baptist megachurch attempts to help her pastor husband rebuild their congregation. And it looks like it has the same tone as um, uh, the Righteous Gemstones. So I don't know if it's like full-on like satire or what, but with the, the title and like the performers involved and the fact that it looks like a mockumentary, it might be. Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I've never heard of this. Those are two of some of my favorite performers. Yeah, I'm down for that. Hopefully, it's it's funny. Um, just from the looks of it, it definitely looks uh, looks looks like it's more satire. September seventh, uh, ha after ever happy. That is one of the worst titles I've ever heard. I'm not even gonna bother reading that because it just looks like a bad romance film. September 9th, we have Barbarian. This one has been floating around social media uh, as of late. I'm wondering if there's just been some screenings of it. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. And, of course, we got Bill Skarsgård and Justin Long and uh, Georgina Campbell. Yeah, this looks great. Zach Kreger. That name sounds familiar. Let me look him up. Yep, that's the other guy from The Wise Kid You Know. Is he turning into, like, a Jordan Peele now where he's going to, like, start directing horror films 
I, I have no clue. Um, rest in peace, his co-star of The Wise Kids You Know, um, Trevor Moore. I think he passed away last year. That's that's interesting. I'm kind of excited to see this now. Who did this? Let me click on the poster here. <laughs> From the producer of it and one executive producer of The Ring and the Grudge. Poor person. Oh, 20th Century Studios. I'll definitely uh, check it out because I think it'll probably hit Hulu. That's That sounds great. And I've been hearing uh, great things about it because I was like, what's Barbarian? But yeah, I'm always down for one location type movies. It's a horror film. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, but good for Zach Kreger. Um, yeah, good for you, dude. Um, that's pretty much it for September 9th. September 13th, looking forward to it. Clerks 3. I love the, uh, the first two Clerks films. This looks like a great send-off for these characters and a story. Um, and this is one of the first films that I watched as a kid that really got me into comedies. So I am looking forward to Clerks 3, no doubt. I have nothing else to say. If you want to watch some very raunchy and vulgar uh, comedies, but also have a, like some heart to it uh, about you know kind of wandering throughout life and not really knowing what you want to do and realizing time is slipping away from you, I, I'd watch those. Uh, you'll get a hoot out of them. Um, September 16th, we have The Woman King. Looking forward to this one. Saw the trailer a while back. Olivia, uh, Viola Davis. Um, uh, is a historical epic inspired by the true events of what happened in the kingdom of Dahomey. Dahomey? Uh, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, it's come to us from Sony, I believe. Um, so, yeah, uh, John Boyega. John Boyega. Uh, yeah, the trailer looked fantastic. It, it looked like it could be one of my favorite films of the year. So looking forward to that. Also September 16th. I'm just kind of looking at these films real quick. If I've ever heard of them. Uh, oh, that David Bowie movie comes out. The same... Um, weekend, uh, cinematic odyssey exploring David Bowie's creative and musical journey from visionary filmmaker, Brett Morgan. Um, let's see, what did he do? I feel like his name is, he was a producer on that Jane movie on Jane Goodout, Goodall. I like that one. That was good. But, um, yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for this in front of Elvis. It looks pretty good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not really familiar with David Bowie's music too much. And here, here's the deal, folks. You got to keep in mind that I'm not really like in tune to a lot of music things in general. Um, you could play me a song that's really popular. I probably really can't tell you like what the lyrics are, who sings it, when did it come out. I just I'm not that inclined. Like I have to really love a band to me to be like fully into it. But I am aware of David Bowie, and I would like to like know more about him. So maybe watching something like this could do that. So um, yeah, I'm not like the biggest. <laughs> Um, music person in general. Uh, I know it's weird to say, but like I, I'm starting to learn more. Um, but yeah, it looks like a pretty good weekend. September 23rd, Don't Worry Darling. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the uh, Olivia Wilde directed film starring Florence Pugh and uh, Harry Styles and Chris Pine. A 1950s housewife living with her hu husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous, glamorous, glamorous company Maybe hiding disturbing secrets. Um, I, yeah, I've loved the trailers uh, uh, while watching them when I was at the Alamo. They played a couple times in front of audiences. It plays so epically, and I, I love the mystery around it, not really explaining too much. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I, I really like Booksmart, Olivia Wilde's uh, directorial debut. So I'm looking forward to this. September 30th, we have Smile, um, that creepy horror film um where it looks like a lot of people are just smiling weird um did i forgot what his name was but it was a director i actually worked with in terms of like he reached out to me he wanted me to review one of his movies i reviewed it uh i thought it was fine but i saw on his youtube channel that he did a lot of smiling horror films that predate this movie did someone reach out to him because it seems like he was the one that pioneered that or maybe he had influence from other people i have no clue but like um i forgot what his name was but like i felt like he was the one that kind of did this first i don't know it's very weird so i hope paramount just didn't like some intern just watch one of his movies and just rip it off or whatever 
Um, but yeah, Smile looks like a generic, creepy horror film for teenagers. Sure. Uh, Bros, I'm looking forward to this one. Director Nicholas Stoller and written by Stoller and Billy Eichner. This is a, a film about two men with commitment problems attempting a relationship. So basically a mainstream uh, film with uh, a gay lead, and that's awesome. And so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's produced by Judd Apatow. So, you know, seeing like what he did in terms of producing like Trainwreck and really, uh, well, he also directed that one too, but, um, you know, behind that one and kind of showcasing Amy Schumer's talents and like, of course, with Bridesmaids showcasing like Kristen Wiig's talents, like he's really great at taking actors that we already know and just putting them into a bigger spotlight. And of course, like with director Nicholas Stoller, one of my favorite comedies of all time, Forgetting Sir Marshall, he did that one. Uh, he also did five-year engagement, which I kind of enjoyed. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to Bros. I, I, I really hope it's just laugh out funny, and I'm just just dying, dying in the theater, and just uh, just completely in stitches. So, yes, looking forward to Bros quite a bit. Okay, so that's it for September. Um, moving into October, what is that? October first. That is a documentary. Okay. October 7th. What is this? What? What the? All right, get this. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Uh, definitely from directors I, I recognize their name from. A future film based on the children's book about a crocodile that lives in New York City. Okay, maybe it's just because I'm old, but like, I've never heard of this book. Is this new? And I'm sure people out there that listen to this uh, podcast that have kids are like, yeah, you idiot. It's been around for years. This looks absolutely creepy. And it looks like it's trying to capitalize on like the Paddington fame. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, good for it. <laughs> October 14th, we have Halloween Ends. I really liked the trailer that came out. Wasn't a fan of Halloween Kills, but my favorite thing about that movie was the uh, rendition of the Halloween theme and adding like the the creepy angelic voices into the um, overall chorus and everything. Loved it. So I really hope for this third one, John Carpenter just rips on it and just uh, leaves us with another classic Halloween opening. Uh, what else is coming out this weekend? Till. Oh, that was the trailer that just came out. Um, this one is about the story of Emmett Till and the legacy of his mother who pursued justice for her lynched son. Uh, I believe this was the story about the gentleman that was wrongfully accused of um, raping a white woman. I, I believe this is the one. I think I've, I remember seeing like either a movie or like a series based on this. Um, I'm sure it'll be good, um, but I do feel like the story has been told quite a bit, actually. So I'm curious to know what type of spin they're going to have on it, but I'm willing to check it out. Um... October 15th, MK Ultra. What is this? I don't know, but I like that, that title. October 21st, Black Adam uh, comes onto the scene. Uh, looking forward uh, to this one. Like I said, I like the trailer. I'm curious to know what they do. Uh, Jomay Collette Sarah is directing this one. Um, you know, director behind, what was it, Rampage? The other uh, rock movie, Orphan, one of my favorites, House of Wax, Unknown, The Shallows. Dude, this guy's an incredible filmmaker. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing like what he does and what The Rock brings to a starring role. And like, I'm not like super in tune with comics, so I'm, I'm curious to know like how Black Adam works and like um, the villain Dr. Fate, because I hear Dr. Fate's a really cool character from the comics. So yeah, looking forward to it, like I said earlier. Um, October 28th, Pray for the Devil. I remember seeing a trailer for this, but I didn't watch it. It's just, it looks like one of those terrible exorcism movies. I thought we were done with these folks. Do you remember that movie, The Devil Inside? I never saw it, but people were so angry with it because it was the film that just stopped and had a number on screen that said, like, call here for more. I forgot what it was, but, like, it was something like that, and, like, people were just so angry. I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch that. Seems like a waste of time. But cool, another exorcism movie. I didn't even know those things were still um, going strong. I forgot to do this for September, but I'll, I'll do it here in a second. The one I'm looking forward to the most in October 
It's probably Halloween ends because I'm curious to know how is that storyline going to end. Um, and then probably Black Adam. Um, for September, I think Clerks 3 is my number one for sure. Um, that Honk for Jesus one sounds super hilarious. Um, and then I, I would actually say like it would be Clerks 3, then The Woman King, then Bros. Then Don't Worry Darling. But September looks like a pretty strong month. Um, yeah, in October, Halloween ends in the Black Adam. Getting into November, this is where we start getting to more of the interesting fare, maybe some more of the awards consideration films. Um, it will be very curious to see how this plays out. So here we go. November 4th is Amsterdam. This is the star-studded cast. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, Don, John David Washington, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor-Joy, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Molly Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Taylor Swift. Rami Malek and Robert De Niro. Uh, Writer-director David O. Russell, set in the 30s, it follows three people who witness a murder, becoming suspects themselves, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. It sounds really good. And I am a fan, separating the art from the artist, I am a fan of David O. Russell movies. However, um, supporting this film is going to be a bit tricky for me if i get invited to a press screening i'll go see it because i don't have to pay any money to go see it i don't know if i can support david o russell uh anymore considering that he's he's had a history of abuse in hollywood and the thing with his like i think it's his niece is super disturbing so i i just cannot support him with money so if i go see a free screening of this sure but I'm not going to pay for it just because, I don't know, just all the hot water he's getting this year, it just, I don't know, he just seems like a really bad person. And, you know, I can separate the art from the artist to a degree, but it just sounds like what he did, if it is true, it, it, it's pretty outrageous. So, um, yeah, so there's that. Sorry to bring the mood down, but the tra trailer looks fun. Looks like a combination of, like, Knives Out and, like, uh, um... Murder on, like, the Orient Express or Death on the Nile. You know, those types of films. Um, Dear Zoe, what is that? Sadie Sink. Man, she's going to be everywhere here pretty soon. <laughs> A Christmas Story Christmas? What on earth? Oh, my God. Follows Ralphie, now an adult. Oh, no. This is a Christmas Story, like, continuation? And Peter Billingsley's coming back? Oh. What? No. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that. Um, yep, no, I'm good. Uh, that looks pretty bad. Um, I see you. What? Is this a remake of a Sylvester Stallone movie? Why is this labeled as this? I don't know. Anyways, uh, welcome to IMDb where they're just all over the place. November 11th, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Looking forward to it. I talked about it earlier. Uh, yeah, that movie's going to dominate that weekend. Uh, I think the first one opened up to 130, 120 mil. It was pretty big. Or maybe it was 180. It was, no, it was like 200 something. I remember that because it was like massive. It opened on the same level as like in-game and infinity war so yeah i think it was like 207 or something like that yeah this one's gonna absolutely crush and especially since people are are missing chadwick boseman and all that stuff um yeah i think this one's gonna be a humongous hit uh so looking forward to it also armageddon time also comes out that weekend a deeply personal coming of age story about strength of family and the generational pursuit of the american dream 100 percent yes it is directed and written by james gray who brought us uh, films like The Lost City of Z, one of my personal favorites that really divides a lot of people, Ad Astra. I love that film. The Immigrant Never Saw, We Own the Night's a really great one. The guy's an incredible filmmaker. This might take my number one spot for November unless something can speak to me. Well, maybe Creed 3. We'll get to that in a second, but Armageddon time for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she said... Yes, that's the... Um, uh, the one about the two journalists that uh, expose Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too movement, um, Carrie Mulligan and Zoe uh, Kazan. 
Yeah, it looks good. I mean, I have nothing more to say. It kind of reminds me of like the movie Spotlight with uh, Michael Keaton and uh, Mark Ruffalo and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, sure, looks solid. Uh, also coming out November 18th is The Menu. Now, this film, uh, its trailer's been playing in front of a lot of films that I've been watching at the Alamo Draft House. It looks fun. Um, a young couple travels to a remote island to eat uh, at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. It's most likely going to be made out of people or some weird effed up thing like that. But uh, Rafe Fiennes as the, the chef, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I don't care if this is a genre film. The fact that they got Ray Fiennes to do this is exciting. So he's going to be like, I hope he's just a a character that chews up scenery and is just super menacing at the same time. I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a lot of fun. November 23rd, we had The Fablemans. This is the Steven Spielberg film. Uh, a semi-autobiography semi based on Spielberg's own childhood growing up in post-war Arizona from age 7 to 18. Uh, he co-wrote co it with uh, Tony Kushner, is a writer he works with all the time. Uh, Steven Spielberg uh, directs it. Shell Williams, Seth Rogen, Paul Dano. What a great cast. Oaks Fegley, that, that kid's coming back uh, with a vengeance. I haven't seen him in a while. But um, it says David Lynch is in it. That's, don't toy with my emotions like that. Anyways, um, yeah, real, you know that this one's going to be up for all types of awards. Um, uh, this is definitely a strong month for that. Armageddon time might have some like acting nods a a Amsterdam for sure. Maybe even, uh, script, uh, maybe editing if it's, you know, that good, but the Fablemans is going to absolutely crush in most categories, uh, at the Oscars, unless it's just truly awful, but I have a feeling it's gonna be great. Creed three. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, is at the helm. Uh, Jonathan Majors in it. Yes, I don't need to hear about it anymore. Awesome. Amazing. Love it. Uh, Strange World. That's the animated one from Disney. This one, um, the legendary Clades are, excuse me, are a family of explorers whose differences threaten uh, to topple their latest and most crucial mission. Yeah, it looks fun. Uh, kind of uh, looks like the Crudes almost, just from the poster. So, in terms of like, you know, just kind of scale uh and environment so looking forward to that man november 23rd is a good weekend and then devotion another jonathan majors film is competing against himself a pair of u.s navy fighter pilots risk their lives during the korean war and become some of the navy's most celebrated wingmen what so not only do we have jonathan majors in this film he's going to be competing with himself in the same weekend, and it stars Glenn Powell, who was also in Top Gun Maverick, also about fighter pilots. What? This is based on a book? Yes. Yes, sign me up. That looks awesome. Devotion. How come I... And they have a trailer for it? Maybe, maybe I just skipped it, and maybe I just wanted to be um, surprised, but yes, absolutely. Oh my God, they actually might make a lot of money considering that they're going to kind of capitalize on the Top Gun Maverick train, so good for them. Um, that's it for November. Ooh, November is a stacked month, but I think I'm going to go with Armageddon Time as my number one anticipated. Oh, man. Probably Creed 3, then Black Panther Wakanda Forever, then The Fablemans. And then Devotion and Strange World. I'm looking forward to all of it. Especially like the menu and... Oh my god. Yes, this this month for sure looks phenomenal. I, I love it. Um, but yeah, those are my favorites. My number one for sure, Armageddon Time. Um, let's move on to December, the final month. December 2nd, Violent... Violent Night. David Harbour's in it? Ooh. A group of mercenaries attack the estate of a wealthy family on Christmas Eve and Santa must save Christmas. That sounds awesome. That sounds really funny. Um, oh, David Harbour's Santa Claus. I'm in. Uh, it might be trash, but I'm absolutely in. Um, how come I've never heard of this? Yeah, action, comedy, crime. I haven't seen any type of like push for it. Well, you know what? Um, 
That sounds like a lot of fun. December 9th, Empire of Light. What is this? Ooh, Sam Mendes is back. Empire of Light is a love story set in and around a beautiful old cinema on the coast, south coast of England in the 1980s. Oh, sign me up. You have Olivia Coleman and Colin Firth and Toby Jones? Yeah. Sam Mendes, of course, his uh, latest film, or his previous film was 1917. Also wonderful. So he has a chance to kind of come back and maybe get some accolades for directing and acting and writing. That looks like it could be a, hum- a humongous uh, contender. So, yeah. And I forgot to mention that in November. Let me just go through it really quick. Yeah, I said Armageddon Time and Amsterdam might be awards-centric, especially she said as well. The Fable... I think I... Never mind. I think I did. Sorry, guys. My brain's broken. All right, so moving on to December 14th, A Man Called Otto. What is this? Tom Hanks. What? A cranky retired man strikes up an unlikely friendship with his boisterous new neighbors. Uh, It's a remake of a 2015 Swedish film. Sure. Mark Forster directs it. Yeah, what is it? What has he done? I recognize that name. Yeah, World War Z. Monster's Ball. Finding Neverland. Yeah. Okay, that could be interesting. Don't know much about it, but sure. Uh, December 15th, um, I gotta say it, guys. If it's in the title, I gotta say it. Um, I don't curse on the show, uh, that often, but, you know, I gotta do it if it, if it calls for it. Bitch ass. That is the, (laughs) that is the, (laughs) a gang initiation goes wrong when a group of four recruits break into a house of horror as they are all forced to play a deadly game for their lives. Win and you live, lose and you die. Yes, that reminds me of, um... Oh, God. Do you guys remember that, um, that video game killer movie? Uh, oh, my God. I forgot. What, Stay Alive. It, I don't know. It's giving me that, that vibe, so it might be terrible. But with that title, come on. Come, who came up with that? Anyways, um, <laughs> December 16th, the very next day, Avatar The Way of Water. Really looking forward to this one. Um... Yeah, I, I love Avatar. I don't care what anyone says. I, I like James Cameron films. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, looking forward to this one. It looks absolutely stunning. I've seen the trailer a couple times, and it just... Yeah. Uh, oof. Yeah. Uh, I, and it was just a teaser as well. So I'm thinking with the actual trailer, it might premiere with D23. I'm just now thinking about that. So September might be the full trailer, like the first look at it. But yes, super excited for this one. Uh, December 21st, we have Shazam, Fear of the Gods. I just talked about that. Looking forward to it. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Uh, moving on, I want to dance with someone, somebody. What is this? Oh, it's a documentary on uh, Whitney Houston, it looks like. Or, no, it's a biography. Or a, you know, a biopic. So, who's playing her? Stanley Tucci's in it? Cool. Naomi Aki is playing Whitney Houston. Where is she from? She was in Star Wars Episode Nine, Lady Macbeth, The End of the Effing World. I love that show. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, I'm I'm down. Um, yeah, I didn't even know they were doing a biopic on Whitney Houston. I'm surprised they haven't like even advertised it at all. But with the hit of like Elvis and stuff this year, maybe musical biopics have a chance. Um, and then I just want to talk about one more because I think it's going to come out, uh, at the end of December for like a wars consideration, Babylon, the, uh, Damien's, uh, uh, Chazelle, uh, Chazelle, I don't know why I'm having a hard time talk, uh, set in Hollywood during the transition from silent films to talkies, focusing on a mixture of historical and fictional characters. Yes, yes, yes. 1000% yes. Uh, Damien is one of my favorite directors of all time just because he has submitted whiplash as one of my favorite films of all time um that movie is incredible it's it's the most perfectly edited one of the most perfectly edited films i've ever seen um brad pitt margot robbie olivia wilde just a humongous cast gene smart toby mcguire samara weaving eric roberts katherine waterston flea is in this please i i want this movie injected into my eyeballs now you know that one's gonna be a heavy contender for director picture uh, performances, costume, production, editing, cinematography, you know that, that one's going to kill with the nominations, uh, as well as Ava- Avatar The Way of Wire. 
James Cameron's going to come back swinging. It's going to make so much money. It's going to have so many awards, accolades. It's going to be great. Um, so as far as December goes, um, the one I'm looking forward to the most, let me just kind of go over a couple of these really quick. Empire of Light by Sam Mendes could be a real sleeper hit. Um, I think a lot of people are going to sleep on it, but it looks really great. Avatar, Babylon, oh my God. Maybe Avatar The Way of Water will probably be number one because we've all been waiting for a thousand years for that one. So probably that one, then Babylon, and then Empire Light. But all three of them are going to be humongous awards contenders. Um, so that's it. That's the rest of the year. I'm sure maybe some movies that I missed are, are coming out, but that is uh, it for the most part. Guys, and that will do it for uh, the fall movie preview. What are you looking forward to? Uh, out of that list, please let me know. I would like to know your thoughts on everything. Uh, that is a heck of a end of the year, uh, and I'm curious to know what's going to land on my like uh, top 10 list and all that stuff. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So let me know down below what you thought of the rest of the year lineup and what you were looking forward to the most. And that will do it for episode 366. That is in the bag. Next week, episode 367 will be over Bullet Train. I'm going to try to. Uh, do my very best to go to the Monday night screening. If I don't, then I'll let you guys know. But um, yeah, so that is the next week's episode. And then the week after that, I am watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. But I also might just uh, a attach Prey to that very episode. So you'll get Prey and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, unless something else comes up, I think that will be the episode for that week. So that's the next two weeks of the Real Man Colton movie podcast. But that will do it for this week. I am Chase. You guys are awesome. Please, 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 please show your support like you normally do and show this episode some love. Spread it around. Let people know what's up in the movie podcast community. You guys are awesome. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys again next week and just talk about more movies. So I'm Chase. This has been another episode of the Real Me and Coleman Movie Podcast. Goodbye.